you know, we got done at the Creation Museum, and now we're just going to dive right back into the Bible. Isn't that right, KC? Yep. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Hey. So today we're going over a couple more of these laws here. And I took notes, so you know that I got this shit right this time, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> First of all, we're going to be talking about how to peacefully kill shit and offer it to our non-blood god in order to... I don't, I, I don't know. I think they just like killing shit at this point. <laughs> um, so first we're going to talk about how to prepare for the needless slaughter of innocent um, um, animals. Cattle, cattle, sheep, and goats. C- cattle, sheep, and goats. Mm-hmm. Normally if we were having like, I don't know, steaks and lamb chops, <laughs> I might not have a big deal with it. But, I mean, we're literally killing them for pretend diseases and shit um and then we've got like um i don't know if you guys know this but there is a thanksgiving offering so thanksgiving is definitely connected to jesus um and then there's a free will offering if you guys didn't know we had to kill shit in order to have free will and then uh we're also going to go through cleanliness how to either keep clean while you're slaughtering or how to keep the meat clean after you have slaughtered it to appease this non-blood god uh, and then we're going to be talking about how anybody that is unclean while doing this shit will definitely be cut off from the people get out of here you piece of shit Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a priest, the, the priests get a portion, um, and you've got to do these offerings at the local bar. I don't know why the <laughs> bar's there. If there's no bar around, then you can't do any sacrificing. So key, key to needless animal slaughter, a bar. Who would have guessed? And then there's sin offerings. Apparently, if you commit a sin, you have to give offerings to four different levels of bullshittery. High priests, congregation, leaders, and worshipers. And then there's the fact that ignorance is no excuse. I had no idea about this. Apparently, you can't be like, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to fuck that hooker. Um, <laughs> and then there's different acts that require different kinds of sin offerings. And apparently, they still kill birds for some reason. And they're also sacrificing Captain Crunch. For the and, poor. For the poor. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but you're supposed to sacrifice a captain for the poor. All you Catholics out there doing this shit wrong. And then there's instructions for priests. And then, of course, blasphemy means you're fucked. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) What's up, heathens? How y'all doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good now. I can only assume I got all that shit insanely correct like 110 percent correct no uh no no well hold on a minute there casey you didn't put any up any kind of fight well normally i just kind of let you do your thing and then i clean up after oh okay (laughs) well let's let's figure out this shit with the sin offerings and the peace offerings i mean i can't imagine how you can actually peacefully kill an animal well, it's not really about peacefully killing the animal. It's about like um, offering, offering for peace. Like I don't know. It's it's not really meant for. Um, they're basically given for Thanksgiving and praise, and they're considered more like meals 
for people. Like you share in it and it's supposed to be a fellowship thing versus like. Oh, wait. So these are offerings that we don't just leave out in the open for God to smell. Not totally. Some of it. Some of it. Yeah. Okay. So some of it's totally wasted. Yes. Okay, but the other bits, some bits of it are actually used. Yeah, and we're going to get into which bits you have to burn, which bits you can keep and eat, and which bits you have to give to the priests. Normally, I just like to eat the bits. (laughs) can't believe you just said that. Hashtag DJ (laughs) Kaleen. You're a mess. (laughs) Only some people's going to get that reference. Okay. Um, so we're going to start out in Leviticus chapter three, um, which really isn't starting out. Remember, this is the laws by category at the end. We've already gone through all of Leviticus. Um, we're just doing the laws now. So when you want to have a peace offering and you want to have cattle, right? So you want a nice juicy steak, right? Mm -hmm. I love my juicy steaks, especially the New York strips. Yeah. Those are so fucking tasty. (laughs) Okay, so when somebody is offering a fellowship offering, he offers the animal from the herd, whether male or female, right? In this case, you you can offer just the either. first unlucky bastard that you can get your hands on. Well, no, you have to present it before the Lord, and it has to be with, without defect. Oh f- fuck! No cross-eyed fucking lambs and shit. No cross-eyed lady cows. Okay. We're talking about cows right now. Oh, we're talking about cows. Yeah. We're steak, cows. What, what if they yeah. get a weird hump? Is that a defect? Um, y- yeah. Yeah? I mean, was was Quasimodo defective? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Quit talking about the incels. <laughs> I need to stop talking about the incels. He is to lay his hand on the head of the offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of the meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood against the altar on all sides. From the fellowship offering, he is to bring a sacrifice made to the Lord by fire. All the fat that covers the inner parts or is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the covering of the liver, which he will remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn that on the on the altar on top of the burnt offering that is the burning wood as an offering made by fire and aroma pleasing to the Lord. Uh, Okay, I mean, just imagine these guys slaughtering an animal, specifically picking out like the different parts to burn on the altar while at the same time slinging the animal's blood on the altar. (laughs) Well, so not only picking out the parts, but like you even have to separate the covering of the liver with the actual liver. Like you even have to separate parts, like pull skin off of skin and and peel it. And yeah, it's really, really disgusting. Well, I mean, can you just imagine this happening in modern day society? No. I mean, just like everybody gathers around like, all right, we're going to slaughter this fucking uh what cow. are we talking about? Cows? We're going to slaughter <laughs> this fucking cow right now. Or bull. You know, interestingly enough, it doesn't talk about the bull's balls. Yeah, you would think those would be a delicacy. Like, <sighs> God likes the balls. You know how much God likes balls in his mouth? They actually are a delicacy in some places. Bull testicles? Um, like it, Montana? Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry 5, right? Yeah. Testicle Festival. That's what it's called. Anyway, so the next part we talk about is the sheep. So 
If if he offers an animal from the flock as a fellowship offering to the Lord, he is to offer a male or female without defect. If he offers a lamb, he is to present it before the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head of the offering and slaughter it in front of the tent of the meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall sprinkle its blood on the altar on all sides. From the fellowship offering, he is to bring a sacrifice made to the Lord by fire. It's fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, all the fat that covers the inner parts or is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, the covering of the liver, which he will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as food and offering made to the Lord by fire. Can you just imagine like the little small talk that they would be having like while they're doing all this shit? Like, hey, Jebediah, what you doing today? <laughs> oh, nothing. You know, just taking the kids out to the back 40. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you mind scraping that little bit of fat off right there? We, we left some. We don't want to get God make sure- all pissed off and shoving fireballs up our ass. And make sure you get real close to the backbone. Yeah, that <laughs> backbone is the best part for God. Okay, I'm just telling you. <laughs> All right, you ready to move on to goats? Yes, let's do goats. Okay, if the offering is a goat, he is to present it before the Lord. He is to lay a hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of the meeting. Then Aaron's son shall sprinkle its blood on the altar on all sides. From what he offers, he is to make this offering to the Lord by fire. All the fat that covers the inner parts or is connected to them. Both kidneys with all the fat on them near the loins and the covering of the liver, which he will remove from the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as food an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is the lasting ordinance for generations to come. Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Since they remove all the fat, you burn all the fat to God and you're not allowed to eat any fat or 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 blood. So is this like 100% lean meat that they have to eat all the time? Or is there like 10% fat maybe? I mean, I think just like the majority of the fat from the animal. Like, I mean, if you have most animals, you're going to have, what's it called? Um, the, like, not the grain, but the, all the, the fat that like goes all through the meat. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? There's a word for that. Yeah. It's called the good parts. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know about anybody else here, but you get that little bit of fat on, on your steak and you eat it and it just tastes so juicy. I don't know why God has to be so fucking like uh you, you know, stingy with the guy with the fat. Jay, this is why you're fat. <laughs> this is video number two for this week that you say that in. Yeah, I know. Out of two. I know. Two oh. out of two already. Okay, so you ready to talk about Thanksgiving? Yes. So how did Jesus invent Thanksgiving? This is what I got to know. This is Leviticus, so this is Moses. Well, Jesus was a preexistent being, so, you know, I mean, he did everything. Oh, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) So these are the regulations for the fellowship offering a person must present to the Lord. If he offers it as an expression of thankfulness, then along with this thank offering, he is to offer cakes of bread made without yeast and mixed with oil, wafers made without yeast and spread with oil, and cakes of fine flour well kneaded and mixed with oil. Along with his fellowship offering of thanksgiving, he is to present an offering with cakes of bread made with yeast. He is to bring one of each kind as an offering, a contribution to the Lord. It belongs to the priests who sprinkle the blood of the fellowship offerings. The meat of his fellowship offering of thanksgiving must be eaten on the day it is offered, and none must be left till morning. (laughs) 
these these rules just seem so oddly specific. They are very oddly specific. And I mean, can you just imagine God like imparting this knowledge on Moses or who the fuck ever? It's like, yes, and you've got to get all of the gristle. I don't want none of the fucking gristle to be in your goddamn gullet. You understand me? <laughs> yes, Lord. All of the gristle, all of the fat. Yes, all of the fat, goddammit. <laughs> and I want you to burn it so I can smell it. Well, and like you have to bring bread made without yeast wafers made without yeast, cakes of fine flour and mixed with oil, cakes with yeast. I just, it's so, or bread with yeast. It just seems so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically at this God, uh, at this point, God is like, he's got OCD. If I was getting these laws, like if somebody was telling me these are the laws of the land, I would be like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, why do you give two shits about cakes made with flour or bread made with yeast or wafers made without yeast or which parts you want versus which parts people get to eat. I just I don't understand this. I don't I don't get it. You know, all the cool mm. things like all the things they could do with fat. You can like make candles like with fat. Yeah. Right. With animal fat. Well, I mean, you yeah, can do you, all kinds of things. Yeah. You can do a lot of things with the fat, honey. But I mean, don't tell these Jews that or else they'll excommunicate you. I'm just saying burning it, burning all of these things seems kind of wasteful. Also, killing all of these animals seems incredibly wasteful. Also, if you haven't killed enough, did you know that you can have you can also um, present free will offerings? What? There yes. are free will offerings? We need to get Sam Harrison on this stat. I mean, I don't think he realized <laughs> that there are actual free. So is it like you can sacrifice two goats and a pigeon and you can have all the free will you want? No. Or That's no? not how this works. No, no, no. This is like you've already done offered your regular like festival offerings, things you have to do throughout the year. Plus, you've offered your peace offerings and all your other offerings, your cereal and everything else. And and your Thanksgiving, you've done all of these things, but you haven't quite killed enough shit. So you have to offer some more because reasons, right? <laughs> so if the offering is a result of a vow or is a free will offering, the sacrifice shall be eaten on the day he offers it. Anything left over may be eaten the next day. Any meat of the sacrifice left over till the third day must be burnt up. If any meat of the fellowship offering is eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted. I, does that mean they vomited up because it's been sitting out in the hot all day yeah, for three I, days? I guess so. I mean, it's just like if you leave it out for three days, I ain't touching that shit, okay? It's already got all the bacteria on it and shit's about not eating on it. I see mice. They take shits on those things, okay? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like this might have been a way to stop people from eating meat that has gone spoiled. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, I mean, that's rational. Like, that's what you would think. But, you know, I mean, this is the Bible. Why are we bringing rationality into this shit now? But I mean, you, like two books ago, he was shoving snakes up the ass of his people and then having them look at a staff with a bronze snake on it. So, I mean, I don't know why we have to think about this shit rationally. Yeah, but but here's what he means by it will not be accepted. It will not be credited to the one who offered it, for it is impure. So, like, God doesn't accept it as a free will offering because it's old meat. Mm -hmm. And the person who eats any of it will be held responsible. We know how that works out for people, right? It doesn't? No, not at all. <laughs> not, not, not at all. Okay, 
So Leviticus, Leviticus chapter seven talks about cleanliness. Okay. And it says meat that touches anything ceremonially unclean must not be eaten and it must be burned up. So basically if a woman touches it or a dumbass <laughs> man, then it needs to be burnt up. Well, yeah. But doesn't that mean God will smell it? So if it's unclean and people burn it, just like when God has them burn it for, you know, him to smell it. I mean, can he smell the unclean? I mean, is it like burning a pile of shit? I have no idea. I mean, I guess it would kind of be like one of those things where God walks into the Garden of Eden and asks where Adam and Eve are. Like, he should fucking know that shit. <laughs> yeah, he should know. I mean, I mean, can you imagine them like, ah, oh, fuck, now we got to burn this shit. And God's up there like, oh, oh, God damn, what the fuck is that? <laughs> unclean. Okay. So as for other meat, anyone ceremonially clean may eat it. So any person who's ceremonial clean may eat it. But anyone who is unclean eats any of the meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord. That person must be cut off from his people. God damn. So I think it's funny that he says his people because ceremonially unclean would be a woman who is menstruating or who has given birth to a child. Of course, you can come – you can be – considered clean a lot sooner if you have a boy child than a girl child. So keep that in mind, ladies, since it's your choice. Um, if anyone touches something unclean, whether human uncleanliness or an unclean animal or any unclean detestable thing. Like women. And, <laughs> and then eats any of the meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord, the person must be cut off from his people. They love cutting shit off. They love cutting people off from their people. They tips love, of dicks. Yeah, they love cutting the tips of dicks off. Heads. I mean, the, yeah, cutting the heads off of things. Yeah. I mean, what what's next? What what else are they going to cut cut off? I mean, I the rest Any, of their dick. Anything that bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't forget. That when you sacrifice shit, you have to have a portion for the priests, right? Because if the priests can't, they, they don't get anything of their own, so they have to depend on the people to bring them everything. So basically, they live off Social Security. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. And I mean, I think that this is uh, a lot of this is where it stems from, like, priests and stuff and and the church in general doesn't have to actually like pay any kind of taxes or anything like that. Like, I don't know. I just see a lot of parallels with you got to give some to the priests and like us not charging priests to like own land and shit. Well, yeah, plus you got to tithe and part of your tithing goes. To yeah. The it, well, tithe. Yeah. I, I guess maybe more, there's more or less of the tithe is, is the aspect here is that you, you got to give money to the, um, the priesthood. Well, see, when you, when you make sacrifices, you have to give them meat right. and breads and all kinds of other shit. So you think, I, you think the priests were up there like doing like spot checks, like, <laughs> Hey, this particular fucking cow over here has got a goddamn Quasimodo lump. Take that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's what, here, here's how this works. You ready? Okay. Anyone who brings a fellowship offering to the Lord is to bring part of it as his sacrifice to the Lord. With his own hands, he is to bring the offering made to the Lord by fire. He is to bring the fat together with the breast and the wave. Oh, with his own hands, he is to bring the offering made to the Lord by fire. He is to bring the fat together with the breast and wave the breast before the Lord as a wave offering. So, you know, you got to show him them 
boob them boobies. Oh, you gotta show them boobies. What? Hold on. Well, maybe if you weren't fucking digging in your phone, you would know what the hell I'm talking about. What do you mean digging in my phone? Fuck, fuck that. But I, boobies? What? <laughs> so you have to take the breasts and wave it in front of God. Oh, okay. I get it. Well, I, you know, I, I can see Jews taking this a little bit too literally and cutting off the breasts. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and that's what waving them. Like, can you imagine that first time it happens? It's like, God damn it. Jebediah again. Fuck. Why are you so dumb? And he's like sitting there holding titties in his hand. Like, <laughs> it said wave the breasts in the air, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast belongs to Aaron and his sons. So the priests get the the, the breasts. The, the the priests get the breasts. I mean, how is that different from now? Well, I usually mean, even... priests don't want that particular part. <laughs> oh, my God. You scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> and you sneezed on my foot. <laughs> okay. Good point there, Casey. They don't normally want breasts. But, I mean, some of them do. Others just want dick. So. <laughs> okay. So the son of Aaron who offers the blood and the fat of the fellowship offering shall have the right thigh as his share. From the fellowship offerings of the Israelites, I have taken the breast that is waved and the thigh that is presented and have given them to Aaron the priest and his sons as their regular share from the Israelites. Well, I, still, this is awfully specific. I mean, this is basically an OCD god. I mean, I, I can just see the priest being like, "All right, guys, what's the best part of this shit?" Well, the breast and the right thigh is usually pretty good. Fuck it, that's what God said. Yep, and that's what the priests get. Okay. Also, um, I don't really need to read all of this. Basically, we've already talked about this. In order to sacrifice, you have to bring it to the tabernacle because the sacrifices have to be made at the entrance to the tent of the meeting. So, oh, yeah, the tabernacle. That's yeah. the bar. <laughs> I always think of bar when I think of tabernacle. Like, oh, I'm going to head on down to the tabernacle. And it's like a half-drunk <laughs> asshole that's walking his way down to the bar to get even more drunk. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they drink wine with their food. Yeah, I don't know why tabernacle in my head. Like, I just think of like a rickety old wooden shack that people serve beer out of. That's you not know. what that means. <laughs> I know it's not what it means, but that's <laughs> what I think of when I hear that word. Okay, so you ready to move over to sin offerings since we're talking about getting drunk? Yeah. All right. So uh, sin offerings happen when any unintentional omissions or transgressions are discovered. So various sin offerings have to be made. Um you have to give sin offerings to the high priest, the entire congregation, leaders of the congregation, and ordinary worshipers. Wait, is this like every single time? Like you got it, you got it. I mean, do you just take like does each like do the high priest get the breast and the right leg, and then the congregation gets like I don't know the asshole and the balls, <laughs> and then like the the leaders they'll get like the left thigh and like I, I don't know the well, we're rib gonna, cage. We're, we're gonna go over it. Oh, okay. Okay, and this is this this kind of goes along with your whole. You remember your video you did? That's one of my favorite ones. The Bible questions about leprosy. Oh yeah. This is like that. Okay. So, so you got to sprinkle blood on your dick in order to get <laughs> saved. Yeah, you ready? Okay. Okay, so 
The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, when anyone sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands. So this is a lot. This probably this probably is an ongoing process that never, ever, ever, ever stops. Well, I'm kind of curious, like unintentional sin. I mean, like you don't just trip and fall and plant your dick into the ass of a horse or a mule. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's one of the laws is if you if you fuck a beast, then you got to kill the beast and the person that fucks it. And so I just I, I don't understand, like as far as sin offerings, it seems like that would be a sin. And like, I don't know, it seems contradictory. I don't know how you can unintentionally do a sin. I, I don't know either. So here's what happens. If the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people. So if an anointed priest sins, all the people are guilty. Okay. <laughs> I can just see him right now. I didn't fuck that horse. Go ahead. So if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on all the people, he must bring to the Lord a young bull without defect as a sin offering for the sin he has committed. He is to present the bull at the tent of the meeting before the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head and slaughter it before the Lord. Then the anointed priest shall take some of the bull's blood and carry it into the tent of the meeting. He is to dip his finger into the blood and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord in front of the curtain of the sanctuary. The priest shall then put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense that is before the Lord in the tent of the meeting. The rest of the bull's blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering at the entrance to the tent of the meeting. He shall remove all the fat from the bull of the sin offering, the fat that covers the inner parts or is connected to them, both kidneys with all the fat on them near the loins, as uh, and the covering of the liver, which he will remove with the kidneys, just as the fat is removed from the ox, sacrificed as a fellowship offering. Then the priest shall burn them all on the altar of, burnt, of the burnt offering. But the hide of the bull and all of its flesh, as well as its head and legs, the inner part and offal, that is, the rest of the bull, he must take outside the camp to a place ceremonial clean, ceremonially clean, where the ashes are thrown, and burn it in a wood fire on the ash heap. So you can't even eat any of it. See, that's just a waste. I mean, why can't you give it to somebody that can't afford to waste food like that? I don't know. Maybe somebody's hungry. Well, we got, we're going to get to the poor. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for the congregation, if the whole Israelite community sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden the, that the Lord commands, even though the community is unaware of the matter, they are guilty. Yeah. Yeah. When they become aware of the sin they committed, the assembly must bring a young bull as a sin offering and present it before the tent of the meeting. The elders of the community are to lay their hands on the bull's head before the Lord, and the bull shall be slaughtered before the Lord. Then the anointed priest is to take some of the bull's blood into the tent of the meeting. He shall dip his finger into the blood and sprinkle it before the Lord seven times in front of the curtain. He Did is to put some of the blood on the horns of the altar that is before the Lord in the tent of the meeting. Didn't we just go over this whole spiel? Yeah, we're doing it again. Ah, oh, fuck. Basically, it's exactly the same as the rest of it. Yeah, it like, kind of exactly. seems like it. I mean, the seven is a magical number in the Bible, and it just, I don't know, it all makes sense in some way. I don't know which way. I mean, it's totally, I'm totally clueless here. Yeah, so for the leaders, when a leader sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the commands of the Lord, he is guilty. Um, for the leaders, they have to sacrifice a male goat without defect. The slaughtering is pretty much the same. The only difference is when they take the blood in, um, they don't do the sprinkling seven times. They just put it on the horns and then pour the rest at the base. Then you have to burn it all 
and make atonement for sin. Okay? For ordinary worshipers... You got to get down. You got to suck the priest's dick before you start <laughs> sacrificing shit. That's first, okay? Well, so again, um, it's when they're made aware of the sin, you have to bring your offering and you have to bring a female goat without defect, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you You kill it in the same way. And then you take the blood and you put it on the horns of the altar. You don't have to do the sprinkling, but you do have to do the pouring, removing all the fat and all of that shit and burn it. Um, If you bring a lamb as a sin offering, you have to bring a female without defect. Do exactly the same shit. Remove, you know, uh, put the blood on the horns, pour the rest, uh, remove the fat, burn it all. And you're made, you've made atonement for your sin and you'd be forgiven. Well, I mean, it's just that simple, people. I mean, you can be forgiven of sin, too. Yes. And you just got to, you know, senselessly kill and slaughter animals and sp- uh, pretty much every day of, the, of your life. And sprinkle blood and do crazy shit and separate organs. Yeah. I mean, you got to play doctor a little bit. But, I mean, it, you know, it's worth it to have your sins covered for that one day. Okay, so you ready to hear acts? <laughs> you ready to hear acts requiring offering? And this is like beyond um, breaking any of the commands of the Lord. Okay, mm-hmm. if a person sins because he does not speak up when he hears a public charge to testify regarding something he had seen or learned about, he will be held responsible. So okay. if you see it and you don't say it, you're fucked. If you see something, say something, or else you're fucked. Yeah. If a person touches anything ceremonially unclean, whether the carcass of unclean wild animals or of unclean livestock or of unclean creatures that move along the ground, even though he is unaware of it, he has become unclean and he is guilty. So if a snake crawls over your foot, you fucked. Shit. You know how God hates the snakes. Yeah, and the snakes are assholes anyway. So, I mean, expect that to happen at least once. Right. If he touches human uncleanliness, anything that would make him unclean, even though he is aware of it, when he learns of it, he will be guilty. So if it's close to that time of the month and you reach down and you you get human uncleanliness on you, you're fucked. You're fucked. I mean, not in like the... um, What's his name that wrestled in the desert with God and got fucked in the ass? Jacob? (laughs) You're not Jacob fucked, but, I mean, you're pretty close. (laughs) Or if a person thoughtlessly takes an oath to do anything, whether good or evil, in any matter one might carelessly swear about, even though he is unaware of it. In any case, when he learns of it, he will be guilty. (laughs) So. Seems legit. Yeah, it's weird, right? (laughs) Okay, when anyone is guilty in any of these ways, he must confess in what way he has sinned, and as a penalty for the sin he has committed, he must bring to the Lord a female lamb or goat from the flock as a sin offering, uh, and the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. Why female? That's like the regular people. Like if regular oh. people sin, they have to bring the females. If the church, if the priests or the leaders or the whole like whole of the Israelite people sin, they have to sacrifice a male. Okay, well, I mean, I guess they value the males over the females. That makes sense. Okay, that's well. Usually, out. it's male sacrificing. Oh, for yeah. the most part, it's male sacrifices. But don't you think the general population would be more apt to like sin like every fucking day? Probably, probably in the in the in the stuff we've gone through so far, it's been male sacrifices but like if you think about the amount the amount of times that people would sin and need to sacrifice a female yeah you're probably going to outnumber but that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because you need the females more 
Well, like, I mean, like you can use you, one male, but you need many females. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Like, you know, there's probably that one guy that's secretly gay, and he's like having to do a sin offering every single fucking day. It's like, <laughs> listen, I know that you're not being. I don't know. I don't know their fucking laws. Something that's remedial as far as their laws goes. We know. You, we know you're not picking your nose and eating them there, Jebediah. We know you're fucking down the street, but we won't kill you. But they will. They would if they actually knew, yes. Yeah. So, so you ready to hear how we how we offer for the poor? You'd do it. Well, it's not even offering for the poor. It's just if a person cannot afford a lamb, he's to bring two doves or two young pigeons to the Lord as a penalty for his sin. So poor people still have to sacrifice their shit. They just may not have the normal shit that the Lord is seeing. Are they, are they supposed to go out and just catch these pigeons or something? I mean, I don't know if you guys have tried to catch a pigeon lately. <laughs> I know I haven't, but my guess is, is that they got wings. They can fly away. Yeah. Well, I, maybe that's part of it. Like that's part of your penance is like, Hey, go catch this pig. It's like, here, catch <laughs> this pig in a mud slop. <laughs> right. Okay. So, and exactly where in the fuck did they find time to do anything productive in this society? I have no, I have no idea. I mean, it's all like, it's like from 9 a.m. in the morning or sunrise, whatever, until noon, you're like slaughtering shit. And then the rest of the day, again, after a brief lunch break, you're still slaughtering shit because people fucked up on the back half of the day, too. I don't know, but they have managed to build the world's most effective missile defense system. So they did something fucking right. <laughs> Well, of course, this is post-Jewish uh, temple destruction, so they don't actually have to do that anymore. That's you true. Know, nice little thing. Yeah. So he is to bring them to the priest who shall first offer one for the sin offering. He is to wring its head from its neck, not severing it completely, and is to sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering against the side of the altar. The rest of the blood must be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. The priest shall make the offer. Uh, the priest shall then offer the other as a burnt offering in the prescribed way and make atonement for him and the sin he has committed. He will then be forgiven. Yeah, can't you just imagine walking up to somebody and it's just like, oh, you're wringing out your rag? No. <laughs> It's a bird. <laughs> okay, so if, however, he cannot afford two doves or two young pigeons, he is to bring as an offering for his sin a tenth of an ephah. I don't even know how to say that word. A fine flour for a sin offering. He must not put oil or incense on it because it is a sin offering. He is to bring it to the priest who shall take a handful of it as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar on top of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. It is a sin offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him in any of the sins he has committed, and he will be forgiven. The rest of the offering will belong to the priest, as in the case as the of the grain offerings. And then we have instructions for the priests. Um, basically, you slaughter a bunch of shit. It's super holy. The priest who offers it can eat it and has to eat it in a holy place. I like how you said super holy. <laughs> this is super holy. Not the regular holy shit. This is, this is near godly, okay? If I could say that without being stoned to death. And listen to this. Whatever, whatever sin offering, like stuff, whatever type touches the meat becomes holy. And if any of the blood is spattered on a garment, you must wash it in a holy place. It's like, I love to go home and give my wife some of that holy dick. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, the clay pot that the meat is cooked in must be broken. But if it is cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be scoured and rinsed with water. 
<laughs> Wait, if you do it in a clay pot, you got to break like I every mean, time you got to break break the pot. Hey, it keeps your pottery people in business. Well, yeah, but I mean, can you imagine that now? It's like, all right, every time you use a plate, you got to break it. Wait, what? You know, they do that at Jew weddings. They break plates. Well, yeah, I thought it was like glass cups or something. Well, they stomp on a glass thing, but then at the reception, don't they throw plates? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that was just Fuck in a movie. Plates. <laughs> Fuck these plates. Fuck these plates. Fuck these plates. They were unclean before. <laughs> Fuck these plates. I had a cheeseburger on that one. Fuck it. It's like you use it once and you throw it. Maybe if they throw the plates, it gets rid of the calories. Is, is that what it is? I don't think so. Damn. I don't know. But maybe that's not even accurate. I don't know. Okay. So any male in a priest's family may eat it. It is most holy. But any sin offering whose blood is brought into the tent of the meeting to make atonement in the holy place must not be eaten. It, it must be burned. I didn't think you were allowed to eat blood. Oh, the blood of the animal that you can't eat that animal then. So what, you got to burn blood? No, you got to burn the animal. Oh, you got to burn the animal. Right. Not the blood. If you, the animal that you bring in, you know how you got to dip your fingers in the blood and sprinkle and fucking put it on the horns and shit. Mm-hmm. The animal that you got that blood from, you can't eat that animal. You got to burn that one. I'd be tempted to draw a dick on the horns. <laughs> I would not last long in the Jewish society. No. Okay, so laws for guests. One and the same law applies to everyone who sins unintentionally, whether he is native-born Israelite or an alien. So laws apply to everyone. Wow, can you imagine going into a separate culture and like like and, and like you don't adhere to their like cultural things like, you know, let's say you go over to Japan and like you I don't know, give them the thumbs up and the thumbs up means fuck, fuck you. You. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, then you have to, then you have to kill a lamb. Yeah. That would be fun. It's like, here you go. Here's your lamb to slaughter. You did the little fuck you sign. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. So you're ready to hear the one exception. The one thing you cannot be forgiven for. Right? Okay. Anyone who sins defiantly, whether native born or alien blasphemes the Lord and that person must be cut off from his people because he has despised the Lord's word and broken his commands. And that person must surely be cut off. His guilt remains on him. Wait. So how can you cut off a foreign person from their own people? Like wouldn't their people be like, we don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fuck you guys. Come on back. Well, maybe they mean like somebody who lives there, but isn't like a native born Israelite. Well, I don't know. It, it it specifically set aside Israelites in in that particular sentence. Well, yeah, not a native born Israelite. Right, N- native born or foreign born. I I, I guess it just I, I don't understand the concept of a foreign born Israelite when like they have to stay within like a twenty five mile radius to sacrifice shit. You wouldn't. Well, you don't have to stay. That's the thing is, you have to go. Like you have to travel to the the. You have to travel to these places. Well, yeah, but I mean, you got to be within walking distance, like so that you could come back. What was it like twice a year? Well, multiple times a year, more more than twice. I think they have to go three times a yeah. year. Yeah. So I mean, they've got to be within a reasonable distance of it. Like, there's no foreign born about it. Well, yeah, but you don't have like if you can't go, there are there are like waivers for this shit. We've already gone through them. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the waivers. You got to get them (laughs) signed in triplicate and God's dick has to stamp them. Yeah. With lightning dick. It looks like a Harry Potter thing. (laughs) So 
So, <laughs> Look, I got God's seal. You see it right there? It looks like a giant lightning dick. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recognize. I have a little a little crocheted penis with a lightning bolt on it. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you, Nadine. <laughs> okay, so that's all for today. Next time, we're going to go through guilt offerings, sins of omission and commission, fraud or theft. All right? We're going to go through special offerings on the Sabbath. Offerings each month, offerings for unknown murder, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Offer like offering for an unknown murder. Yeah, I, I guess that's because you couldn't find the guy that murdered to kill him. I yeah, I guess yeah. Mm. Um, rules pertaining to offerings, so it's going to go through acceptable offerings, and somehow they figure that there is some sort of concern for animals in this whole thing, um, which is weird. Period of eating, uh, no leavened bread, other rituals, oil for lamps. Um, what else are we going to talk about? I think we're getting close to the end next time. Um, showbread on Sabbath and Aaronic benediction. Showbread? Yeah, showbread. <laughs> this is my showbread right here. It's got, we it's, love showing this bread to people. It's made with fine flour on a table of pure gold. Bread is not that fancy. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't... I don't know. Have you had artisan bread? It's pretty good. Well, yeah, but it's not like gold like table good. Yeah, I don't know. No, it is not gold. Like, there's no way you can get me to buy a gold table just to show my bread on. <laughs> can you imagine hosting people? It's like, and this is our show bread right here. We love it. We take it out of all the places. It never leaves the golden table. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind the blood that's just from the sacrifices yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean that just sounds crazy that, oh man wait, wait that's your line of shit that sounds oh. crazy oh no i've i've been very vocal about the crazy shit in the bible so far i mean have you not been listening to my entrances yes yes i have i mean uh, to be quite <laughs> Entr- honest entrances intros intros entrances whatever you make you make fabulous entrances Listen, yeah i do mm-hmm. okay i don't want to hear shit about it okay but i mean it like i spout ridiculous shit but it's 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 usually not too far off you you equated a, the tabernacle with a bar yeah well i mean that's just my uh, yeah i mean that's what i associate ta- the word tabernacle not the actual like physical tabernacle place Mm, okay. Anyways, heathens, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's uh, podcast. If you will, let us know down below. Would you be able to sacrifice uh, Quasimodo to the gods? No, you can't sacrifice Quasimodo to the gods because he's not without defect. Don't give him the answer, Adi. Oh. This is like a quiz. Oh. Just ignore her. Would you be able to sacrifice Quasimodo? And if you can't, then who would you put in his place? Could it be Wilbur? Or maybe that pig from the Charlotte's Web? That That is Wilbur. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, for God's sake. Can you just end this, please? Put us all out of our suffering. <laughs> Anyways, heathens, I uh, hope you had a great day. And make sure you smash that like button and subscribe if you like this kind of podcast. And as always, don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.